0: Always Aggravated, a Mike Valenti signature podcast.
1: And welcome in another episode of Always Aggravated. If you haven't done so by now, please hit the subscribe button. Also, pass it along to your friends if you have any. Radio.com, iTunes, anywhere you get your pods. We would greatly appreciate it. This is now the episode one. It really is. It's in the the post-football world. Mm. The Super Bowl is dead and gone. Now, if you live in a place like Detroit, it's 18 degrees and windy. Snow forecasts are not a, an if, but when. And now you enter the new world of no football. Except there's one problem. I'm actually excited about it. I'm, I'm good. Like, post-football for me is different. I know, Roberto, you don't care because all year round is no football. Right. But, like, for, <laughs> the, average, for the average American football, <laughs> it, this is now, like, the doldrums. I know. See, I'm di- okay. I'm different. It gives me a chance to catch up on stuff that I don't have time to do right. during football season. And, like, look, I'm incredibly busy. So, like what crochet or what are you into? You know, oddly <laughs> enough, my, my wife knows how to crochet. Oh, she does.
2: That's a good, that's
1: Not good. saying it's like an everyday thing, but she has those skills. i have seen that her, sweater? No, she made, yeah, this is actually a. Uh, grandfather edition. <laughs> this sweater is a bit of a source of controversy. My kid sister got yeah, it Yeah, you me. said that a couple weeks ago. Why? I like it. I, well, okay, because it? it's... Uh, hold on, we're going to get to the post-football thing in a minute. But see, the, the male cardigan has turned into something. Now, you were ahead of the curve on this. You've been wearing cardigans for
0: years. Yeah, but here's the thing. I have one, and I stopped wearing it because I got so much flack over it. <laughs> I had a cardigan that had no buttons. Oh, so
3: it was just,
0: like a set, but it was like women's clothes.
1: (laughs) It was so comfortable, it was awesome. By any chance, did you buy it at Lane Bryant?
0: (laughs) Well, I like hanging out there, but.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Like like in the office where Michael wore the women's suit. Yeah, was a pink line. (laughs) But like, no, it's, so this has been
1: hit or miss. Some people are like, now this is the key. I don't give a shit. I like it. It's very soft. It's very comfortable. And it, it's a it's a curveball. No, I don't have anything else like this in the wardrobe, but my kid sister got it for me because my dad got one. Now my dad's more in the age group for what I associated with a cardigan. Right. In cold. your 60s, it's kind of like you're dressing up but you're old so you only feel like doing two buttons, like you, your fingers can't get the buttons on a shirt anymore, right. but these big bulbous ones on a cardigan you can make happen. Has I collar. made a yeah, I made, I made a comment. I go, Dad, you look pretty sharp. It was pretty nice. So my kid sister got me one for Christmas. Now, here's the thing. I think I was more willing to wear it because I'm seeing them more on people like Mike's age. I'm seeing the younger people wearing cardigans, and it's not like Yeah,
3: a, you do see them more. Ha
1: ha, right? Pete's got no style, he's an <laughs> asshole. It's, hey, that's pretty cool. Now, you know, and then I started doing a little research. You can throw a dress shirt under one of these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can go yeah. with a T-shirt. You can go with a Henley or, in Roberto's case, get a little tuned up. No shirt. Mm-hmm. No buttons. That would
0: be ridiculous.
1: That's phenomenal. But I, I appreciate Look, it's comfortable. I appreciate the sentiment. I think I'm just different. I've reached a point in my life. I've probably reached it early. I know most people stop giving a shit in their 60s. <laughs> I just legitimately don't give a fuck well, what anybody know I says. I have,
0: so... We're in the same boat. No, you've
1: stopped caring about you. There's a difference. (laughs) About anything. Um, But yeah, I'm here in a dad sweater. Roberto's
3: been eating a lot healthier. He cares about his health, okay? Yeah.
1: Right. So, now, post-football season, I'm in a dad sweater. Um, But I have more time to do things I love. Because football, it's it's really seven days a week. We have the extra podcast. We do the Sunday show. You've got so much stuff you have to watch. So... Before I start, I guess my thing was, do you have something post-football that you're not able to do with regularity during football that you're going to start doing now? Because I have, I have a couple of things, but I don't want to you know, bloviate too long. Roberto, it doesn't really count. Mm-hmm. The only reason he watches football is because he works with us, and he does provide some funny Little anecdotal
3: things, but uh, Sully. Yeah, go ahead. I, I mean, certainly, like you said, you're watching football. It is that it's nonstop Monday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Tuesday night match. Honestly,
1: honey, I'll be up in a minute. I'm watching Houston and Tulane.
3: Yeah, oh my God. Honestly, you. I mean,
1: I'm usually hey, my wife goes to bed early. All right, she's a teacher. She educates monsters <laughs> like your
3: kids. <laughs> That's right. All right, she goes to bed early. I got spare time. Go ahead. I usually am sad after football season because I'm I, I love football and I miss it, but. I mean, the, the easy answer for me is I do have so much shit i got to do around my house that I really haven't done. Home improvement's going to be I, on the I, list? i, I got to do little projects that I've been slacking off on. I want to do some stuff with the kitchen, some stuff with the basement, some stuff with the, the doors and all that. But, uh, yeah, so I think that would be my easy answer is that i got to devote more weekend time where I'm not sitting down for seven, eight hours a day watching football oh and, and and do stuff around the house. No, that's, that's how it is on Sundays. From 1 p.m. until 11 p.m., I'm sitting on my couch watching football, so I got to devote that time to actually doing some stuff around the house for sure. Okay, but there's nothing enjoyable for you. Uh, I mean, I would say like there's certain stuff on maybe uh, on Netflix that you catch up on, right? Or uh, day drinking. Okay. Well, that's, that's that's during football and after football. That's always. He <laughs> okay, whiz, you know? man. But. Gee whiz. All right. So for you, it's going to be projects has you to are be. refusing to because, do. Like, because Sunday, my, especially Sundays, my entire day's taken up doing that. So, yeah, I want to do more of that. It's been, it's been weird. I'll be honest. That week off between the Super
1: Bowl and, and uh, Championship Sunday, like having a Sunday where I had no show, I had no forced games I have to watch. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, wait, so I have all day to do, like, whatever I, right. I, I want? <laughs> like, I, it, it's, it's amazing. And now, like, even my nights, you know, obviously, you know, when my wife goes to bed, like, you're okay. I have time. I'm not, I'm not having to read about the games I didn't watch. I'm not having to watch quick cuts of things. I'm not having to do any of it. Like, when college and pro are kicking, I mean, it's, it's nonstop. Now I'm like, hmm, league pass sounds
2: good. Yeah, certainly. Or, you know, but, but David, what, what about you? In the post-football boredom, well, first of all, football isn't over. The XFL starts on Saturday and I will be watching that at two o'clock. See, I'm glad you brought I'm glad you brought this up. Hold on. Let's make a pit stop
1: here. I think the XFL, I have no interest in it, but maybe I'm just dead inside. I like my little break from football. I know the combine's coming.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. Year-round.
1: I know free agency's coming. I know the draft is coming, and sandwiched in between there is gonna be my fantasy baseball preparation and draft and the start of baseball season. So I got plenty to do. But David, you bring up the XFL. Now, are you sincerely watching
2: this is interesting <laughs> to you? No, I'll watch the first week. I don't I don't care. I need a break from football. I cannot do this. You're this burnt year. out. It's football it, fatigue. Are there
0: yeah. any You're right. players that whose names I would know?
3: Is Manziel in it? Yeah, Connor mm-hmm. Cook. Oh, Connor, Connor Cook. Cook yeah, is right. Him? Connor Cook's in
1: it. You know, he yeah. wasn't voted a team captain. <laughs> yeah. uh, he gets, he's not the starter. He just didn't get I named think, the starter. I truly think it's it's a fantasy. It's always been a fantasy. Mm-hmm. That there's an appetite for a spring football league in this country. I just, it, it yeah. is, I think it's pure fantasy. People
3: are so obsessed with the combine in the spring. But so the NFL, the,
1: the NFL's gotten it right. When you really look back, think about, well, you're, no, I'm not taking a shot at you. But Sully's a little too young for this, but David's probably right, right towards the age I need. When we were kids, NFL free agency really wasn't a thing. Yes. It was like a, a one day... Hmm. flurry yep the draft wasn't a thing well yeah okay the draft was the draft and sure you you got pumped up for it but there was no three months of lead up to it
3: there weren't three days of the draft either with how
1: they do the first round there it is so it's different now because the nfl has bought the springtime Mm -hmm. when you really look at these two things and juxtapose them you have a league that doesn't have a team in every city yep that has no brand equity that isn't going to present a product that in any way, shape, or form is going to compete with what we watch on Saturday or Sunday. And you juxtapose that to just following the NFL versus watching the XFL. Mm-hmm. Following combine, free agency, draft. And then, yes, there's going to be a little lull here in the summer, you know, in, in, in May and June. But overall, the NFL has kind of bridged itself right back into July load-up to training
3: camp. OTAs training so camp. So I'm, yeah.
1: I'm okay with the window. And like I said, there are plenty of things I catch up on that I want to do that I don't get to do during football consistently. So I, I know, I, David,
2: I, when you said it, I wondered if you were just, you know, <laughs> no. being you. Not this year, no. You'll watch the first, the first week. Yeah, I watched the first week. I watched Saturday. I watched Sunday, but I can't do anymore. Is day. there an expectation this league will expand if it uh, lasts more than one year? I have not heard anything about it. Uh, anything about expansion. I don't know. they got eight teams now. I have no idea if they're even thinking about
1: it. Roberto, you have younger kids, a little older than David's, however.
0: Uh, is the XFL something that they're going to no? know? No.
2: no. I don't know okay.
3: how it could take I mean, off.
0: Think about it. I, I thought it was ridiculous. My favorite band is Kiss, right? Remember, they had that Arena Football League team. Oh, uh, the, the LA, LA Kiss. Kiss. <laughs> so yes. stupid.
1: Do you know the other <laughs> branded team that was in the league at the time? Was it another rock guy? No, it was a beer. No, I did not know that. The New Jersey Red Dogs. Oh, yeah, really? from the very low budget 1990s beer Red Dog. The Red Dog. Oh, that's
2: why that logo was that. Kind of yeah, that oh. was Red Dog. Arena
1: did okay for a while. See when I okay when I was young, Arena football was on Friday night. So like you're nine years old, you know you need something to watch. It was the San Jose SaberCats, the Iowa Barnstormers, mm, yes. the Tampa Bay Storm. Uh, Arizona Rattlers, yeah. the
2: Albany Firebirds. That's where Jay Gruden got to start, yeah. right? Yeah, it's Antonio
1: Brown's father was touchdown yes. Eddie Brown yes. with the Albany Firebirds. Yes. And I believe Eddie Brown was a gym teacher in the offseason. I
2: think so. Um,
1: but no, like, like <laughs> Arena for a while, Mike, was good. Then it spun out of control where they did like Arena Two. So they had like 20 real teams. Then they Grand created,
3: Rapids had a team. Detroit had
1: a team. It was Grand Rapids Rampage, yep. right? Uh, Detroit Fury, Fury. They, but they they were everywhere and then they started getting out of hand mm-hmm. then they did like an, an arena minor league and it was like you know the
3: Honolulu Hawaiians and the New Orleans Voodoo but, but how many success stories with players not named Kurt Warner did they really have like did were there actually no. more players that went on to the NFL not that I not can that think that of I can no. think no. there's,
1: there's not some long uh, list
3: who was the, the the white Lions wide receiver um, small guy
1: that Narrows it down. I don't yeah. know. He played. I have I no forget. idea who you're mentioning. Aren't most white wide receivers small guys? The only noted large Fur- white Furry, wide, wide receiver yeah. was, was uh, Ed McCaffrey, Christian's dad.
3: Mike Furry, right? There wasn't he in oh, the, in the, in the, in the sure. arena league. Yeah. used to be a safety
1: um, and a receiver, yeah. But my point is, arena football was different enough from NFL football that you would watch. And mind you, it was Friday night. It was kind of a look, they had an ESPN TV deal. Right. And the action was really fast. They had the walls, they had the netting. It was a fifty-yard field. It yeah. was different. I would it work now in a reset? Probably not, because the NFL's expanded. Mm-hmm. The NFL's bought the calendar. Totally. Have. But the XFL to me is going to be too similar, mm-hmm. and it's just going to be a lower form
3: of it. I don't know how it would even get to anywhere near the same level as the NFL. What about a winter indoor baseball league? I'm out. All right. <laughs> Things
1: that go through your mind are... <laughs> Indoor? Asinine. How do you make the... No, it's... I don't miss baseball the same way I'm about to not miss football. Yeah. Like, I know it's, it's, it's terrifying for some, but like, okay, great example. So, now, I can catch up. A, a, it's, it's going to start where I have to begin my fantasy baseball prep. And it's not necessarily just about the draft or just about the league. It's about preparing to do the radio show, despite the Tigers being god-awful garbage. Um... Look, for me, it's, it's if you're in a really competitive fantasy baseball league, it forces you to know everything about everything. I actually think if you do the job we do and you're not in a fantasy baseball league, no disrespect to anybody, you're probably not optimizing how much you can provide your baseball listener. So, like, I'm excited that generally same week every year I go on vacation because my wife's a teacher, you know, teacher, teacher calendar. Um, dude, the amount of reading I get to do. Mm. The amount of, you know, quote-unquote studying. Like, I love reading about baseball. I love reading fan graphs and, you know, baseball perspective stuff. And I love that. Don't get to do that during football. My reading time is exclusively football. Like nighttime, I get to re-engage with video games, and I put my iPad on League Pass. So I'm watching all kinds of shitty NBA games (laughs) from around the league, I get to talk to my boys who live all over the country and who all still, you know, game here or there. One of my buddies makes Madden. I've said that before. Like, the dude's got four kids and makes video games for a living. What do you think he does with his spare time? But my, like, I don't get to do that stuff really during the fall. Um, Like, I love to cook. This is like recipe testing time now. Now I have all kinds of time on Saturday and Sunday to really put shit together. And I know, Roberto, that jazzes
0: you up. That's you confront. Yeah, I was gonna say you can act like Johnny Hard guy. You love to cook. No, every Sunday, i you know I wake up with what am I gonna do today? That's you right. Know, what, what am I gonna cook? That's a baby. But why do they? Why do they used to call it rotisserie baseball? Because it was,
1: it's it's based on the categories. It was like a five by five league. So you have five offensive categories and five pitching categories, and you're you're essentially just rotating through those categories oh. of trying to win them all.
3: Right, right, right. It's
1: roto and you count up stats, there's no winning by week. You're only winning the year. And sometimes, like what's messed up with rotisserie, which is I'm not in a roto league, you know, you can be so far ahead in one category that you trade the reasons you're ahead, knowing no one can catch up to try to go after another category. It's bizarre. Mm. Um, I don't hate it. It's just not the league I'm in. There's no perfect league. Everyone thinks they have a perfect league. It's not perfect. Baseball's tough because it's 162 games. It's an absolute grind, and it's every day. But here's the key. If you do what I do for a living, it really helps because you know what everyone's doing at all times on all teams. And when the Tigers were good, it served me really, really well. If a trade rumor came up or a team comes to town, I know everything about everything. I've seen that guy pitch. I know the numbers. I know he's hot and cold. It's just, I don't know, I view it as kind of like, it's it's a little bit of fun, but a lot of it is you just do it because when you're on the air, you remember so much stuff. Yeah. But, like, I love prepping for it more than the actual league because I love reading about baseball. I think baseball is the most fascinating numbers game of any of the sports. I love reading these deep-dive baseball pieces on why said player is going to have a breakout or mm-hmm. why said guy his last year was bullshit. Mm-hmm. And you know, there are numbers to assign yep. to it. So, like— I love prepping. I love the fact, like, now now that the puppies settled down, now the football's dead, I can go back to the man cave, queue up a little PlayStation with the boys, yeah. watch some league pass, catch the Lakers at 1030 at night. I got a wife who goes to bed early. I'm off duty. I do whatever
2: I want. Well, and I don't do that during football. This is great. And it's funny you say that because that's what I find myself doing now, playing more video games. I have more time now. I can come home a little bit. I don't have to worry about a game or researching for exactly. what we have to do. Exactly. I can play games. But one thing I catch up on is basketball. I love Absolutely. basketball, and I've been watching it, but I haven't been yeah. able to really concentrate and focus on it. See, what's nice is I
1: I, I use the uh, like for local like I use our Xfinity um, the the app where I can put it on my iPad, mm-hmm. so I can go big screen video game iPad basketball. Mm-hmm. Or some nights it's big screen basketball and iPad reading something mm-hmm. like it's just the ability to lose yourself and multitask. And yep. it's like I, I know for a lot of people that's going to be like weird because I know most people are probably like scrolling through their phones and shit. And that's mm-hmm. just not me. I don't have social media. But like, <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody, the next chapter is about to begin. Guns and Roses, The Return, Saturday, July 11th at Comerica Park. An all-new Guns and Roses show is coming to Detroit, and you don't want to miss it. The rock icons will show off their vast catalog of hits. Welcome to the Jungle, Paradise City, Sweet Child of Mine, November Rain, you know them all. Axl Rose, Slash, Duff McKagan, on stage at Comerica Park, Saturday, July 11th. Tickets are on sale now for City Card members and the General Public on sale Friday, February 7th. One great night of rock hits you know and love. The Guns N' Roses Worldwide Stadium Tour comes to Detroit July 11th. Tickets starting at forty nine fifty go on sale to the General Public Friday, February 7th at 12 p.m. and can be purchased at tigers.com slash GNR. The Comerica Box Office and tickets.com. You don't want to miss it. Guns N' Roses, The Return. You know what the other
1: weird thing is? Like, reading about baseball is, is mandatory to prep for it. Mm-hmm. But I don't read anymore when it comes to books. I used to read books. You know what I'm addicted to now? Maybe this dad sweater really is. Audio? Audio books.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I'm addicted to audio books. <laughs> that
2: is dad sweater like, yes.
0: You got to try
1: the audio books, son. <laughs> no, I, uh, hold on, hold on. Why, why is it so funny?
0: No, I, I get
1: into it. I want, no, I want to understand,
0: because if I'm doing I, something wrong, tell me. I've listened to you know many you know of like rock biographies and stuff like that. I've okay, audio, so like... so I like it when I'm in like like in the car, it's really cool. Sure. <laughs> oh, um, you know, you're getting ready for work, You got the phone there, you're getting you know, audio and your ablutions,
1: you're audiobooks you're ready. on an airplane.: Great. Oh, I bet
0: you that's fantastic.
1: On vacation, I'll probably knock out two audiobooks Now, here's the problem. <laughs> I'm currently listening to one right now. It's, it's the Bill Belichick book that Ian O'Connor wrote. Yep. Jesus Christ, this audiobook's 23 hours long. Oh,
0: well, yeah. They, yeah that's the, most tough. of them are.
1: Nah. Yeah. Nah, nah. The ones oh. I've gotten into. Yeah, but that's because you probably had the seven-volume. Yeah. No, yeah, like any
0: autobiography is going to be yeah. long.
1: But, like, that's a little intimidating, although it's fascinating, by the way. I'm, right now I'm going through Bill Belichick's boarding school years.
2: That's real early in his life. Oh, baby.
1: We are we are doing the deep dive on the greatest coach in football history. By the time I'm done with vacation, I'll be done with Belichick. Wow. But l- listen, I like audiobooks.
0: Wonder if I can get a gig reading those for uh, See it's funny. Audiobooks. It's funny you say
1: this.
3: You're on the air. <laughs> uh, Roberto.
0: And I looked back and I said, You look at me, you son of a bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the problem with some of these audiobooks is the subject matter is awesome, but you hate the guy reading, reading
0: it. I know. It's never a good fit. So it's I actually weird.
1: I actually stopped an audiobook. There was an audiobook I was listening to about this FBI negotiator. He was a hostage crisis negotiator, and he was explaining the psychology of negotiation and the psychology of mm-hmm. kind of what That's works. Wow. Because as a negotiator in the FBI— you really can't give these people anything. Oh. You have to convince them that they're winning. Sure. Convince them they're giving. Yeah. You're giving them something, yep. all while knowing you're going to win. Yep.
3: It's fascinating. So now we know you're de- where your on-air debating tactics come from. No. <laughs> yeah.
1: But here's here's the problem. I had to stop the book because the person reading it was an asshole. Mm-hmm. The person reading it had the most punchable voice. I just couldn't do it anymore. So I stopped about a third of the way through. Now, I don't know if I'm going to pick it up again because I don't like the person reading it. I'm under the belief, if it's an autobiography, that the person themselves should be mm. reading it. I would happen to agree with you. Yes. Here's the problem. Bill Belichick didn't want to participate in the book I'm reading. Yeah, because you know what? You know, probably hours that takes
0: to do that. To re- to probably read it probably takes w- a week, a weeks. Nah, I bet you. To I book bet the you. studio time, you got to go in there. I bet you I could fly into a town, knock that out in five days. I'm sure they like yeah. I'm sure everything's like minuscule I'll retake that again Th- Redo that sentence right there That word's not quite Talk right Talk about the yeah. part
1: Where you shit your pants One more time <laughs> <laughs> Take number four yeah, That's my autobiography When I spilled the smoothie Take number five it's, <laughs> like, Dude it's like my favorite Commercial on TV now The one with the fake actor Liberty Biberty The, the guy can't get oh, the line yeah, right oh, they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. Fuck it we'll dub it yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey can I riff here I <laughs> love that I, riff. <laughs> 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 I love that yeah, commercial yeah, yeah. All right, but football's done, XFL's out, no interest. I'm able to do some of the things I'm interested in. Roberto, you're the last one to go. I mean, football—no, hold on. Now, let's be fair. You watch more football since working with us. Sure. You dedicate time to it. Now, that's fully off the table. I have no illusions that you're going to watch a single minute of basketball before the finals. No. A single minute of baseball. Outside of opening day, here with us. Exactly. Um, you're free. Yeah. Now, what is this? And don't say drinking, but what does this allow for? <laughs> that's a given.
0: In oh. your world, what does this allow for that you didn't get to do before? Uh, you know, it's always listening to more music. You know, that's such a hard thing to do And you get home from work. The kids are, you know, doing they're doing their homework. You got to get them in the shower and get their stuff ready for the next day. And they don't want to go to sleep. They want to sit on their phone. So you're telling them... You know, so by the time really everything is said and done, now it's 10 o'clock at night. Oh, and, boy. you know, wh- and, and I really want to go into the man cave, listen to some music, but then I'm usually just like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I don't even want to walk down the stairs to go do that. I, I, no, <laughs> no, it, it, you know, it's funny. That was me last night.
1: I was just, I was shot. I was done. It was about nine o'clock. I'm like, uh, really don't want to go downstairs right now. I'm too tired. I took yeah. care of a couple of things, got ready. You know, just just was out. Like I didn't have the heart. I think that might
2: have been all of us, because I was the same way last Dude, night. It hit
1: me hard yesterday. I got home I and I was done. like, you know
2: what? I'm just gonna lay here. I'm not gonna move.
1: I think it's a byproduct too. On days we have breaking news on the show, yeah, and like you just go for four hours. It was crazy, you know, and like every segment, you're resetting the breaking news. You you're packed phone lines, learning more as it comes out. Yeah, know. getting more pissed off in my in my case. <laughs> but no, yeah, it hit me hard yesterday. All right, so more music for you. Sully's going to the Home Depot. David, I didn't ask you. You had mentioned getting back into video games in the off season. What what are you? Yeah, basketball. I'm watching two. more you...
2: basketball. I'm getting into well, it. What about the game? What about video games here? What are we? What? Oh, okay. video games. Yeah, I'm, we... I'm playing Madden. That's what I do. Is that to. It? Yeah. You don't branch out at all. No, I haven't GTA, branched out. Fortnite. I haven't branched nah, out. Nah, see, none of that shit. <laughs> like
1: the only games I'll play. All my Kids do. The only games I'll play are the ones my buddies play. Because mm-hmm. it's honestly, like, when you boil video games down, it's really just like calling your friends. Except dudes don't really call their friends yeah. and have long discussions. No. It's more. This like, is, I got a buddy in Florida. I got a buddy in Vancouver. I got another buddy who lives in the west suburbs here in Detroit, and Lord knows that may as well be Vancouver. But, like, four or five of us, you're all in the same squad. Now, look, obviously Madden doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. But my buddy makes Madden, so the amount of Madden he actually wants to play, not huge. Mm-hmm. But, like, dude, Call of Duty, the new one they came out with, that shit is nuts.
2: Whoa. Nuts. And I'm not fast I'm not 25 anymore. Well, mm-hmm. let me bring you into my world. What are you? Are you playing with the kids? No, the system. I actually just got it for Christmas for the kids. One. I haven't played video games in twelve years. Oh, you're fucked. So I'm sticking to your what thumbs, I used to do. Your and thumbs then don't I'll, even. Your thumbs don't even work. No, they 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 don't. You're so done. I'm sticking to Madden because that's God. what I did, and then I'll yeah. eventually
1: branch out. Well, the thing too,
2: like,
1: like what I like about the sports games, and this this is kind of again where my fantasy baseball like inner geek comes out. Mm-hmm. I find I tinker with running a franchise more than actually playing. So, like, MLB The Show, like, Mike, you know The Show, the mm-hmm. baseball game, the it's a signature PlayStation yep. franchise. Dude, you can go down the fucking wormhole running your minor league system, and it's like 1130 at night, and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm managing a single-A roster here uh, of the fucking uh, Vegas Spelunkers or whatever the fuck this is. You're yeah. like, what am I doing?
2: Well, let me bring you again into my world, because last week I found myself with the Saints in franchise mode 4 o'clock in the morning, oh my, my son oh. wakes up and says, what oh are you doing? I'm in year 3, just running through off-season,
1: off-season wow. after off-season. It's almost like the State Farm commercial where the okay. wife comes down and the yeah. dude's on the phone in the middle yeah. of the night. Who are you, talk- yeah. Who are you talking to? Yeah. Like His wife comes downstairs and he's like, no, honey, I swear to God, I'm just renegotiating Teddy Bridgewater's <laughs> contract. Like hell you are. Who's on that yeah. headset? Yeah.
0: So yeah, like my, my youngest son, he's 9, he loves uh, well, he's going to be 10 in a couple days, but he loves Grand Theft Auto and Fortnite and all this. So mm-hmm. yep. when I get home from work every night, this is what I hear. He has the headphones and the headset on, it probably blaring on the loudest it can go <laughs> on 10, right? And all I hear is this when I walk in. All I hear is from his bedroom and like,
3: Bro! Bro! Why'd you do that, bro?
0: Bro, you just killed me, bro! Bro! Oh, Jesus. I'm And I'm, I'm losing my mind. And then he's like, he's like, I, Dad, can I buy this uh, activation pack, whatever? It's only 10 bucks, please. Oh, please. the amount of money in that industry. Yeah, is, all right, fine. The in-game in yeah, like purchases. Like, look at it. He's like, I, I took that money, and I bought my own apartment. So now my guy has his own apartment. And look at all the guns he has. He has 50 guns. And I'm like, oh, well, what? You must be so proud. I mean, it's just, I, I'm so scared of it. It scares it's, it's the shit out of me.
1: It's what Sully's saying, though. Like, when I talk to my buddy, they've had to change the way they make these games yep. based on kind of apps yep. and the way yeah. cell phone games, something mm-hmm. I never got into. In-game,
3: I mean, in-app purchases. The in-app
1: purchases. So what began with FIFA, which was the soccer franchise, mm-hmm. that has global appeal. That's the difference between mm-hmm. Madden and a oh, soccer yes. game. You're dealing with every market in every country. You're, yeah. It's different releases for different regions, the way they code the disc. But, yeah. like... The in-game purchases became this new, mineable marketplace. Yeah. So naturally, it's made its way into games. So I'll give you an example of a game I used to love. Because I'm a basketball junkie. I used to love NBA 2K. Mm-hmm. Yep. No game No game is, like, wormhole deeper than that fucking thing with running a basketball franchise. Yep. Whether it's the scouting, whether it's, like, player tendencies, three-team trades, future draft picks, salary, real salary cap implication, like— mm-hmm. You can go nuts. You can basically crack open a beer or a cocktail. Um, You could sit down for an hour at like midnight, like David's talking about. And you're literally, I don't care. I have the self awareness to go, Mike, you have to go to bed. (laughs) Yeah, but dude, I'm just trying to add an athletic wing. We're trying to make a playoff push here. (laughs) But like, it's that I actually stopped playing that series because the in game purchases or in game transactions had gotten so offensive. Mm -hmm. I'm never doing it. Like, you're never getting any more of my money. This is ridiculous. This isn't a fucking slot machine. I paid you to 60 bucks for the game. Leave me alone. Can't even imagine. The NBA one had gotten so offensive. And I know 2020 is the same. Because I talked to my buddy about it. And obviously, 2K is his competition. He's an EA Sports guy. But, like, it made me stop playing. I'm not going to click through 8,000 screens of you badgering me when I'm just trying to fucking you know, go to a road game against the Suns on a Tuesday night, all right? We're trying to watch the Jazz on the iPad. We got virtual Jazz on the game. We're partying. Wife's in bed. Pups are happy. And there's no fucking football to watch. Leave me alone. Yeah,
0: while you're talking, I'm yeah. going to look up the uh, Microsoft notifications in <laughs> my Gmail. Let's see how much I've spent. Oh, no.
3: no that's that's well documented. Oh, there's news articles about parents all the time looking at their credit card and seeing hundreds of dollars a yeah. month on these in-app purchases. Oh. Fortnite skins, you know, See, whatever. That's, that's yesterday. One, GTA
0: Online Criminal Enterprise Starter Pack, 953.
3: Criminal
2: Enterprise.
0: I, I don't <laughs> Criminal Enterprise. I don't think there's a more <laughs> proud come moment
1: on. than when your nine year old child has bought a Criminal Enterprise Starter Pack. It's
3: Roberto's fault for giving him his credit card number. Yeah, how does that work exactly? It's just And, saved and then letting it the be g- saved, in saved in there. In the well, then go About delete your
2: parental it. controls. I don't know how to work that stuff. Uh, come on. It is funny, though, because I hear my boys yelling, you killed me! You killed me! Like, whoa. <laughs> Look
1: what you did, you little jerk. Yeah, I mean, it's wild. Now, have you caught the magic language, like Ralphie and Christmas Story? Oh, you have no idea. So hold on.
0: How old is, how old is your oldest? My wife will tell me, did you just hear what he said? How old's your oldest? Uh, Thirteen. Okay. But he's so, not as bad. All right, so hold That's on. The funny thing.
1: I want to make an example here. So when I was 13, I will tell you this. There was absolutely no cursing now. Wow. You'd catch a beat. Wow. Or you'd have all your privileges taken away. Like, it just didn't fucking work that way. I still can't curse in front of my mom now you, without you, her telling me, Michael, come on.
3: My you, point is— You
0: probably speak with less cursing now than my son, my, my nine-year-old does right now. <laughs> but, but hold on. You let him get away with it? Sounds like Andrew Dice Clay.
1: But where where are you and your wife to stop
0: this? We, you know, you do. You go in. You take the game away, or take his phone away, or you know. And yeah, it doesn't gotta, stop. Gotta get in his ass. What kind of maniac is this kid? I know he'll. You know, to, to the ex. You know, the, the,
1: give me the worst thing he said. I'll say the f word a lot. <gasps> say, uh, um, How old's he?
0: Nine. You know, give me back my f and phone. <laughs>
3: <laughs> to you? <laughs> to my wife. Oh, wow. my don't God. You, why you, don't you dare talk to your mother like that? Don't you have to say something like that? Uh, yeah, I do. Well, hold on, hold but on. But sometimes
0: I'm oblivious, and I just don't. She'll be like, "Did you just hear that?" I'm like, "No, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I was watching something on TV." D- David, I want to welcome you in because you have kids, <laughs> and I, I need
1: you to weigh in on this. Now, I, I, I don't need to tell you what would happen if I, if I whipped around and told my mom, "Give mm. me back my fucking phone." No. At age, anything mm. in, while I was living under her roof, the consequences mm. would be catastrophic.
2: All I say is, help me understand yeah, what i just If I deserve. said that in my household growing <laughs> up, you wouldn't know who Hatchet ever was, okay? I'll give
0: you, I'll give you an example. Here's, I'll get away from the mic. So you get, you get, this is how I experience it. The kids will be in the basement playing, and then, you know, it's only inevitable. They can only get along for like 20 minutes where somebody's, they're fighting, right? What kind of fighting, though? Physically or verbally? Both. Oh, my so Lord. You'll hear, this. You'll hear like, uh, you'll hear like, I'll be upstairs, you'll just hear like, like ah!
2: Stupid fucking asshole.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and now I got to go down there now. And, and I got to put him in his room and, and make sure he stays in his room with no phone, no video games. Jesus. You become, you, be, you know, basically I'm a corrections officer. This is why I don't have kids. So you don't say That doesn't anything. sound fun at all. You don't correct the behavior. You just put him in his room. I kind of instill the fear, and then my wife will go and tell him what what he said, what, what was wrong. Wow, <laughs> I'm fast. And that's where I speak in the. I, that's where I speak in the Christmas story, Dad. Where I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Get in the
2: car! <laughs>
3: that sounds fun.
0: This does not sound like anything I want. When they were little, they're, they're, they're too smart now, but when they were little, my wife, we made up this place called Bad Boy Island. Excuse me? That we would take the kids, we would put them in the car and say, okay, you're going. Get a bag. You're going to Bad Boy Island. Let's go. If you told your nine-year-old right now that he was going to Bad Boy Island... Yeah. No, he'd be like, uh, no, he'd be like, who cares? I got my criminal enterprise starter pack. <laughs> I know how to live in the fucking... So we'd be remiss if
1: we didn't hearken back to last week. I actually followed through and Roberto, in preparation for the Super Bowl. It was very nice. You. Um, you had mentioned the catastrophe that having two young boys is on the bathrooms <laughs> in your home. And your home does not have enough bathrooms for everyone to have their individual poop zone. Uh, as you prep for the Super Bowl now, if you're unaware, people Roberto's Super Super Bowl is a fried food festival for you old schoolers out there. It'd be like Thursday night at Ponderosa, all you can eat fried shrimp. That's right, Roberto. Everything is fried, everything. That's going to produce some real problems. Air fried. I had made a suggestion to Roberto. Have he Daddy ever heard of poopari? Uh, if you entertain, you have tons of people at your house, a little poopery in your bathroom goes a long way because then people don't need to be self-conscious and you don't have to uh, suffer the scent or the the brand of people. Right. So I on the podcast I said I, I bought you two bottles of poopery and they were delivered here Friday. I gave them to you. You took them home. We have not conversed yesterday, obviously, with the breaking news on the on the big show. Um, but I really want your full review of this. I'm
0: excited. I was so more excited about that than the game. You should be. It's, uh, it's a revolutionary right, product. Right. So my kids are, you know, eating, they're eating the mozzarella sticks and all that stuff. And, you know, every 20 minutes I'll say, You got to go yet? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, No, Dad, stop asking. I don't got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm like, All right, just tell me when though, because we got to test. I got to do a review on this. We okay. got to know what's going on here. So you tested it with the kids, too. Oh, this is great. This is like a, a whole household effort. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I just did what it said. I, you know, I just sprayed it in the bowl, both bathrooms, and I got to say, it really— uh, wait, 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 you pre-sprayed? Yes. Wait, 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 wait. Because I didn't want them to know. Wait.
1: This is unheard of. Normally, you spray, you sit down, you do your business. Right.
0: You, you sprayed in I, the bowl I, and pre- pre- walked out? Yeah, and then, and then they would use the bathroom a little later. And then when I knew they were done, I would go back in and spray again. Into the bowl? Afterwards, How, What is your review? Um, I probably didn't need as much uh, because you want it to stay in the bathroom, okay? Uh, correct. I was at the point where now it's like I, I can smell it in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> All it
1: is is two sprays in the bowl. You sit down. But I like it so much. Is it
3: before or after, though? Before, so it's you spray you, the but he water. He said he did after. I as well. did after too. Okay. That was Mike. my problem. Yeah,
0: you spray the water because I liked it so yeah. much. It was, smelled you, so good. You spray the water. You Bergamot. Sit
1: down. You do what you got to do. You flush like a like a normal human being, not an animal. <laughs> oh, you got to flush. I didn't know. Right, that. and then you leave, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. You Yeah, Roberto spray it after. spraying it yeah. afterward is an unheard of power move. Gotcha. <laughs> That is unreal. But. It's not an air fresh. Well, I mean, it is, but it's not. Do Do you believe it improved your Super Bowl bathroom experience?
0: Absolutely. I think it's a great product. See, I fully endorse them. Are you gonna buy some more? I'd like to. Yeah, I'd like to try some other. Uh, maybe the lavender. Give that a shot. They have They have multiple flavors. But I like I not lemon. flavors. Uh, scents. I like lemon and orange. Well, that's what I gave you. Yeah, the citrus is powerful. David, we got him. <laughs> Now we have to get it. What did your wife? We need them to sponsor this bathroom in this office. You know what though? Can we do that like how they sponsor all these rooms in this place? They have like a Planet Fitness room and this room and that. The the bathroom should be sponsored by poopery. You think the pigs in this office would do that?
1: We have people who take pride being slobs. yeah, they, We have people take who take pride and no courtesy flush. There, there's a guy who goes to the bathroom <laughs> at this place. I think he's prideful of how shitty, no pun intended, is. his hygiene is. Ugh. And he he blows that bathroom up and I think it's a source <laughs> of pride. Oh. <laughs>
0: I think he'd look at the pooperie and go, <laughs> yeah. fuck you. Yeah. It's so bad, you, you not only can you smell it, you can actually see there's like a wind, there's like a a, a mist. Yeah, you sprayed it in
3: the studio and it got in our water bottles. It was disgusting. <laughs> oh, that was great
0: though. Yeah, so I wouldn't that do that. Fun. But overall
1: grade, scale of one to ten I from give what it I So, t- It's beautiful. Mind you, there is no sponsorship deal, people. He's not bullshitting. Like oh, I'm trying I, to yeah. get. It. You're not going to get one. I, <laughs> I bought it. I'm telling you, Roberto. Do they make bigger bottles, though? That's what I would maybe I can't like. speak
0: to that. Okay. I, I don't know why you'd need an industrial yeah. bottle. Yeah, why do you need so much? Because I think I might start using it for other things, like I'm going to spray it in my shoes or... Oh, uh, I, 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 yeah. can't, I can't Got speak on to that. my pants. I don't know. Listen, I'm telling you,
1: it's a foolproof <laughs> way to make sure your bathroom never stinks. And I don't Beautiful. care what you throw at it. I don't care what you throw at it, Roberto. You could you could have a five alarm bad bad Thai food experience. Right. You drop a couple of sprays down in the right. bowl, and
0: it doesn't matter what comes raining out of your right. ass. It's not like not going to stink the bathroom right. up. It's not going to just mask it like a candle would, or you know. Sometimes I better get the axe spray. And- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What are you a college kid? Oh my god, dude!
1: It's perfect. It's it's the best on the market. So you will buy this again, sure. The last person, David, we got to get on the poopery train is that little fella over there.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yes. I after I tasted it in my water bottle the other day. Yeah, I'm it's probably not a watching. good thing. And yeah, maybe I sprayed a little Literally.
2: Uh, Literally
1: Rate, review, subscribe, do what you got to do. We will talk to you next week on Always Aggravated.